This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 986. Don't choose both sides on IELTS Task 2. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Do you have to take a stand on IELTS Task 2? Or can you agree with both sides? Today, we share which is better and provide template sentences that can boost your writing task score. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? It is fantastic. You know what? We took a big step yesterday in James' um, maturity levels. We he opened a bank account. It's really exciting. That's exciting. Yes, that's always kind like. It's a necessary step for sure. And every time with my kids when I've set it up, I'm like, why didn't I do this two years ago? I don't know. How old were your kids when you when you um, had them get bank accounts? I think about James's age, like nine or ten, for yeah. both of my older daughters. But I there's no reason not to have it early. Like if if they didn't have access, it might be better. So I don't know. With the twins, I'm like, I should just do it now. Why not? <laughs> See, this is t- you know, I would say that as a parent, that is that is the role where you have the least strong opinions. I'm trying to segue into today's topic. No, it's good because I'm kind of Um, of two minds. Like I can't decide what I think. Like, do I think I should wait until they're quite a bit older or get it younger? I kind of don't know. I don't know what my opinion is on that. Because there are advantages and disadvantages both ways. Right? Like as a parent, it doesn't matter what you're choosing. Like you're always going to see how you could be right or extremely wrong. Like parents are never 100% sure of what they're doing, I feel (laughs) like. (laughs) That's exactly right. Um, guys, and think about it. So if we're trying to express these feelings, how difficult is that to communicate, right? This level of ambiguity, this level of uncertainty, that is hard to justify, to prove, to um, show clarity, right? Because yeah, clarity is the opposite of ambiguity. So guys, this is what we're talking about today, guys. For writing task two, how does it affect your score if you try and say you agree with both sides, right? Um, so already, guys, you could see what we're going to say. It's it's so hard. Um, now let's talk about why in relation to your score. Now, Aubrey, why is it more likely that a student's score would go down if they try and say they agree with both sides? 
Well, in order to get a seven or higher for the task score, you have to express a clear position throughout the essay. So if your position is, I agree with both and, you know, I don't really choose one or the other, that's not clear. That's hard to defend. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. Like you said, it's, it's not impossible. It's just harder. So, and you don't have that kind of time. So it's just easier, quicker to choose one and then support it really fully. Exactly. Um, Guys, your task score and task two, right? For a seven or higher, as Aubrey said, you have to show a clear position. And you also have to support that position in a strong, specific way, okay? You must do all of those things to get a seven or higher for task. So accomplishing those things while trying to say that both sides have some good points is really hard. So that's the first reason why we do not recommend going that direction, guys, just because it's really hard to fulfill the requirements for seven or higher if you're trying to agree with both sides, right? Um, And also what what ends up happening is a student who tries to do that will – lose the plot to the like just go right. off topic right because it's like it's just it becomes so difficult to prove both sides and then you forget to even say what your opinion is and you forget like where you're going in that paragraph okay so it's so much more complicated for so many reasons now we're going to give you a couple template sentences if you do want to agree with both sides because like Aubrey said it is possible It's just way hard, right? But that's when having a template is so important. So if you do want to agree with both sides, this is what you have to do to make sure that you're still having a clear position throughout the essay. So Aubrey, what are we going to say in paragraph one? So a great template sentence would be to say, I personally can empathize with those on both sides. And it's like Jessica was saying, this is when you read a topic and you just really see both sides. You would really have a hard time definitively choosing one and you you just have to defend both. Okay, if so, choose a template sentence where you're going to still make very strong statements, make your opinion very clear, and that's how you would... In paragraph one, you'd want to say that I can empathize with those on both sides of this argument. So let's think of an example here. Now, what if a question is like, um, should students go directly to university after high school or take a gap year, right? Very common IELTS question. Now, I can totally empathize with both decisions, right? There's definitely reasons to do both, right? So that would be perfectly appropriate to say that. Um, In paragraph two, you could start by saying, on the one hand, I do see why some feel that taking a gap year is more advantageous. And then give very specific reasons why taking a gap year is so great and what benefits that would provide. Um, Remember, guys, be specific. Put that I see why some feel. That's the key here. You're showing your position and then support it with specific examples and details. And then in paragraph three, we're going to talk about the other side. We're going to say, however, I can also understand those who say that going directly to university is preferable. And then again, follow that with very specific reasons and examples, right? So guys, what we're doing here, we're still fulfilling that requirement of showing a clear position throughout the essay, 
today, right? As much as we can, we're doing that. Um, and then in paragraph four, in the conclusion, you just summarize, right? What's a good template sentence for the conclusion? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you could say, all in all, I would say that both sides have strong reasons. And ultimately, I agree equally with both. So guys, this is like, oh God, like this wording has to be so exact to be clear. You know what I mean? And this is another reason why I just don't. Because <laughs> like there's so many more template sentences to memorize if you're going to do this essay. And you know what? The chances that you get a question where you actually want to agree with both sides, the chances that that will happen are so small that I, it's not the best use of your time to be practicing for that. Right. Yeah. When it like any question, you can just choose a side. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say is that the examiner isn't grading you based on whether they agree with your opinion exactly. or whether they think it's like a, a smart opinion. No. Right. So don't waste any time thinking, what's the better opinion here? What's the examiner going to agree with? That has nothing to do with your score. Instead, exactly. focus on what you're actually scored on. Make sure you know, choose an opinion and make sure you support it fully and clearly clearly and and make sure your opinion is clear throughout the whole essay. So, also think about it like this, guys. Impressing the examiner with your communication, with your clear ideas. One way to do that is to be very strong in your opinions, right? That that equals clarity. You know what I mean? Cuz it's like a strong opinion is something you have you you have proven, right? Like you have clear evidence that makes an argument strong, right? That clear specific evidence. And that is exactly what the examiner needs to see if they're going to give you a seven or higher, not just for task, but also cohesion coherence, right? Because cohesion coherence is, is about how are your ideas organized? Are they clear? Are they necessary? So yeah, like expressing one very strong opinion and supporting that very specifically, that also helps your task. I'm sorry, that also helps your cohesion coherence score. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think there is another pitfall that you guys need to be careful to avoid. If you read a task to topic and you have in your mind like, hmm, I could maybe agree with both sides, you might have a tendency to come up with like a totally different solution that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> right? I believe you saw this recently in an essay, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I did, right? I was grading a personal coach essay and the question was, um, if wealthy nations should help less developed nations or focus on solving their own problems. And the task score ended up being quite low because the student, uh, instead their reasoning and their, what they answered was that both should work together to solve environmental oh. issues. You can totally see where they got off in their brainstorm and yeah. they're thinking, oh, this would fix both countries' issues. But if you're not coming back to the task, reading the problem and making sure you stay on track, you can see how trying to come up with the best solution for the problem can actually make you not answer the question at all. 
Oh my gosh, that is such a good example. Um, yeah, because like, you know what? Honestly, like in speaking part three, that would be totally fine because that's you can't plan, right? Right. There's no task score in speaking. Okay, like speaking is is spontaneous. The nature of that kind of communication means that you're 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 gonna take it in your own direction sometimes, right? And that's fine. Native speakers do that. That makes sense. So, like in speaking, that would make sense because you could be like, um, well, I don't I don't think that either thing should happen. It's not black or white. In fact, I think that um that uh, nations should work together. Or something, right? And then exactly, it's related enough. You're answering the question in a different way. Exactly, like that works for speaking part three, but not for writing task two, guys. So, okay, the task score, right? You have to answer the question directly, right? So in this case, like she didn't answer any part of that question, right? right? So if the question is, should wealthy nations help themselves or should they help other people? And she didn't say, she didn't say either way. She's just like, no, everybody needs to be friends and work together. So it's like, (laughs) and then thinking about the environment, because maybe that's more important to her. The question doesn't even ask about the environment specifically, right? So that might be an example, but it's not like the topic of the essay. Right, exactly. And you, I think the best way to make sure that you avoid this pitfall is as you're brainstorming and even when you're writing and, and writing out your brainstorm, just glance back at the topic, read the question again, and just confirm, like, are my reasons actually answering that question? Am I answering, should wealthy nations help less developed nations? And if you realize, oh, I've gotten off that topic a little bit and I'm sort of answering a different question, that's not going to fly. It's not going to be higher than a five for your task score. Exactly. Um, Guys, that's something we tell our three key students, right? While you're brainstorming, check back to the question a few times, two or three times, to make sure that the ideas you're planning make sense, that they're all directly connected to the question. And I would say at the end of every paragraph while you're writing, check back to the question. (laughs) Make sure that that paragraph, every sentence is connected to the topic. Um, Okay, awesome. This was a fantastic question. This was based on a student's question in Facebook, I believe. Um, And yeah, this is something that both Aubrey and I have seen a lot, but especially recently, we've been noticing this in our students' essays, so it's important to talk about. Um, Guys, remember, if you have questions about IELTS, go ahead and send us an email, support at allearsenglish.com. Maybe Aubrey and I will answer your question. And guys, remember to hit subscribe if you're not a subscriber on this podcast because we come out with three brand new, fresh episodes every single week. Yes, and you never know where there's going to be a bonus, too. And if you're not subscribed, you won't see those in your feed. So wherever you find your podcasts, follow IELTS Energy. Make sure you're subscribed. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, enjoy the rest of your week. Yes, you too. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.